just can't tell you how excited I am to have Michael Schneider from Variety. He's been covering television for 25 years. Hey, you. What's up? Man, that makes me sound old. I know. We're, um, we're telling me you started as an intern as a teenager. That, yeah, exactly. Okay. I was nine. I was nine when I started. <laughs> You know, ours is the only business where getting older doesn't make you distinguish. Do you realize that? Well, I know, well, I know. It's like, it oh, more suspect, yeah. right. It's like, we got to get rid of her. She getting old. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, man, so true. You have been at Variety, we'll just say for a while, covering television. You got the Emmys yeah. coming up. Uh, they're going on right now. The pre-award show uh, and the parties and everything that's going on. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But First, honey, we got to talk about this earthquake last night. Did you feel it out in California? Yeah, it was crazy. It was uh, it's about 1130. Uh-huh. And and yeah, it, it started shaking. And it's one of those things where you don't know at first if it's going to go. It could go two directions. It could just kind of stop or it could turn into like the monster earthquake. And that, that's that moment that you just don't know. You kind of pause and you're like, do I jump under a table? Do I jump into a doorway? And then then it stops. So it was it was okay. It wasn't like insane, but it was it was one of the more noticeable ones I've seen in the past like 10, 15 years. So, but what did you do? I mean, when it happened, did you jump on the table? Did you hide in the closet? I mean, what was your reaction? <laughs> you know, by the time I like got up, it was pretty much over. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of I kind of just froze. You know, it's Jesus that- Jesus is coming back. You know, the earth is shaking. The fires are happening. You know, y'all got some faults over there that are probably going to open up just because it's 2020. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So so what's yeah. going on with the smog and the fault and, the, and this fires? I mean, are, are you dealing with that as well? Yeah, the fires are no joke. And there's a bunch of them. It's worse in Northern California, but we're, we still get our fair share in Southern California. And right now, I mean, the air is, you really don't want to go outside, which you probably don't want to anyway with COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. just like, what is this year? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening in 2020? Baby. But yeah, last night when the earthquake went down, I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? We got the fires. We got the pandemic. Why not an earthquake? Mm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when the faults crack open, Jesus is coming up out the ground. Everybody just you know, go on with him. It's time. It's time. I think it's, <laughs> it's, we need to stop that. I've been saying either that or the, the aliens need to come this year. It's yes. Like, someone just save us. Yes. Who, well, it was somebody was talking last week. They found like a life form on one of those planets where they were like, yes. oh, not yeah. possibly life on that planet. I was like, oh, something's over there got a heartbeat. Something's, something's yeah. breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Venus is going to come and save us. Yeah. So someone needs to. Anybody. I, you know, I take anything at this point. Oh, my gosh. Everybody. But. You uh, wrote a story, and I had to call you about it because I wanted to chat about Netflix ordering an animated series from Norman Lear, uh, NBA basketball players Steph Curry and Seth MacFarlane for good times. Now, unless you've been under a rock, you already know Kia Dynamite, uh, Jimmy Walker, J.J. Evans, Florida, James, Thelma, the whole nine yards, Walona, Michael. They've ordered an animated Good Time series. Give me the backstory on that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I don't know if you watched that live in front of a studio audience back in the the last fall. You know, Norman Lear and and Jimmy Kimmel have... uh, join forces to do these remakes of, of some of the classic Norman Lear shows. So last fall, they did a live version of Good Times that uh, had uh, Viola Davis and Andre Brower uh, and a bunch of others. 
So I think that sort of helps, uh, you know, sort of revive interest in just good times as a show, as, as a format. And they thought, well, we can't really remake it again, but why don't we do something different? Why don't we try it as a kind of an animated version where we can do all sorts of different things? And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a crazy idea, but it, it, uh, the, the idea sort of also came from uh, Steph Curry's company, which is strange in itself. Right? I was going to say, Steph what Curry? kind of Steph Curry? He's a basketball player, right? But he's he's getting big into programming too. You know, he's got that reality show uh, Holy Moly on ABC, right. uh, the, the miniature golf show that mm-hmm. he's on, and uh, you know he's he's got a production team and they're they're developing other stuff too. And it just so happens that his offices are miniature golf show that mm-hmm. he's on, and uh, you know he's he's got a production team and they're they're developing other stuff too. And it just so happens that his offices are right next door to Norman Lear's offices, so. They got to talking, and out of that came the idea, why don't we do an animated version of Good Times? And and then they're like, but none of us know how to do animation, so let's call up Seth MacFarlane, who, you know, does uh, all sorts of animation from Family Guide and right. Dad and, yes. and those kind of shows, Cleveland show. So they brought him on board, and there you go. They're, they're now Netflix came on board, and they're, they're doing 10 episodes. That is a motley crew right there. If I had to yeah. put three people in a room that were going to animate Good Times, none of those people would be on my list. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Norman Lear's show. It's it's from his company, so you got to have Norman Lear. But the others, it's kind of like it's it's like what is what is we Steph just happen to be here? on an elevator, right? They weren't even at right. a basketball game talking about this. Yep. You know, wasn't even yep. like a watch party of some kind. These guys just happened to be on the same floor talking yep. about I good times. It. Yeah, there, and that's that's how sometimes I guess the Hollywood magic happens. Mm. Just, you know, right time, right place. And the right people with the right money now. Come on now. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that part. Now, yeah. what are, what have, what's been the reaction? Have you heard any feedback from other folks, other, other big-time folks in Hollywood? You know, kind of what's I mean, the I, sense? Yeah, I, I saw the reaction online, at least, and it seemed to be generally positive. I, I, I think, you know, people just, you know, they, they, they want to see, you know, sort of new kinds of shows. I mean, it's it's a remake, obviously, but... You know, it's it's at least more representation. Uh, you know, Netflix is getting into animated shows, um, but uh, you know they haven't had one with a predominantly black cast. So this is a chance to sort of uh, you know have a little more inclusion on on Netflix, which is something that you know the streamer has been trying to do. So so we'll see. Um, you know, and then there's also the the general the the, the other flip of the coin, which is. Why doesn't Hollywood have any new ideas? Why do they have? Why why can't they just create something new as opposed to remaking something? Like, isn't Hollywood tired of remaking everything, rebooting everything? And and that's valid. You know, there have been way too many remakes and reboots over the past couple of years. But it's you know, that's one way to promote a show is if people already know what the title is, and and so that helps market a show. And and that's why you know they they keep going back to the well and and going back to the library and rebooting all these shows. Well, I couldn't wait to get you on the show to tell you uh, my take on it, like you care. But <laughs> I'm mad as hell. I wish I could tell you. That I don't think there are words to describe how angry it makes me that yeah. they want to animate good times. You know, toward the end of this show, um, especially in African-American community, we saw so much coonery and so much buffoonery. And it was just at certain points too offensive to watch. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, here is a family that is in the projects. They are poor. They are broke. The images are that they are always struggling. They are always trying. They're ne- there was never an end of an episode of Good Times where they came out on top. I was like, why are they calling this Good Times? Because they are always, the hell, the name of the show ought to be Hard Times. Right. Um, and the image of, you, you know, just this family not being successful, you know, at some point I was like, why are five grownups living in the same house? In the projects, subsidized housing. Oh, well, you know, there's another stereotype, you know, African-American family living off the government. You know, nobody can go out and get a job and live on their own. Why, you know, and so I just thought, you know, I, I for one and, and, you know, a lot of people in my circle were like, good, it's going off the air. Damn, about time, you know. And so now they want to bring this back. I was like, you know, my first response to it was I don't want to go back to the projects. Right. If you want to animate a black show, uh, you know, there are plenty others that have amazing cast and amazing stories that you can go and turn into a cartoon. But the struggling black family where you kill off the black father and they spend, you know, however many seasons living in the projects from paycheck to paycheck on the government's dime, never getting ahead, never you know, graduating from college or doing anything, uh, you know, to show the worth and the um, and the contributions of African-Americans to this country other than J.J. Painting and Thelma Dancing really pissed me off. Yeah. Well, I think and, and you remember, that's why John Amos left the show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over the and even Esther Roll, I think, toward the end of the run also left the show because she wasn't happy with the, the depiction on the show, and, and so I think I think they are well aware of that. Um, uh, the the creators of the show, um, the actual guy who's creating the show, uh, Carl Jones, has worked on other animated shows with uh, African American cast like The Boondocks, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's clearly creating a different show. Uh, so it's not even going to be the same characters. Uh, it's it's going to be the Evans family, uh, quote unquote, the Evans family, but it's going to be a different group of Evans. And and so I think he is going to be creating a new world. And so hopefully, uh, you know, he's very well aware of the problems with the original. And so I think it's a show that's going to be inspired by the original Good Times, but it's going to be a very different show. And because I think you're right. I think everyone expects them to do something different. It's 2020. It's not 1975. Anymore. Right. And, and, you know, so many people start talking about the nostalgia and the funny and the jokes and all the careers that, you know, Lou Gossett Jr. and Debbie Allen and, you know, so many, um, you know, prominent African-American actors and actresses who are on the show, you know, and, and so we get nostalgic about it, but we forget you know, that there were protests, like you said, that there were actors, you know, who left the show in protest over, you know, the depictions and, and, you know, basically what it represented to mainstream America about about our about our community. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I think I think uh, you know, people are well aware of that. So and they, they're, they're going to have to you know make sure to address some of that. And, you know, we'll see. The, the proof will be in what they, they put together. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm also with the group that says it's too many amazing black families with great black stories like mine. You know, I've got an awesome husband. We're very good looking. He people think he's Denzel. Sometimes when I walk down the street, people think I'm Halle Berry. You know, I've got these beautiful four kids. So if they want to come animate these brandages, we are available. Um, You know, I I mean, and it's just it's to me, it's just so much more 
we can do so many more stories we can tell than just to um, reboot, regroup, rehash and, you know, start living in the past. But anyway, so yeah. I just want to tell you that I was mad. Not like you have anything to do with it, but I read your story. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you would yeah. come on the show. So you're going to have to get it. I, I don't know there you go. what else to tell you. <laughs>